Hi, it's Dennis and Lisa McEntee, and we're here at the Drama Free Living Podcast. Lisa, we're here. We are here. And we're actually... Welcome, hey, Dennis. Hey, I'm, I'm finally back. I'm, I'm glad that you could make it. <laughs> well, you know, and, and just honestly, you know, I mean, sometimes, Lisa, there's things that we don't want to do, right? right? I think we all have those kind of things. And, you know, we're, we're kind of at the end of our day, and we're actually just starting a, a, a bunch of free days that we're going on just to get some rest and relaxation. And you looked at me and you said, we got to do this podcast. Come on. And piece of me didn't want to do it. But what I love about it is that once we get started, I really do enjoy it. Sometimes it's the getting started. Yeah. And you actually have a smile on your face. Well, you know, it's because I mean, it's a pretty big deal. I mean, it's because you enjoy it because I enjoy it. I have a smile on my face, too. I know you can't see my smile, but I'm smiling. Well, so we're really glad you're here with us. And we, we kind of have a thought and Lisa and I've been talking about it a little bit uh, in our roundtables. One thing that we really encourage all the participants, these really ambitious people is to come up with this idea of what's your top three every day and get, get your own little group, two or three people. And a lot of them are master are the roundtable participants participants together and they they get together every day and they they share with each other by text message or phone uh their top three and, and many times you know this is an idea of how to prioritize your day you know because you're going to do thousands of things every day and there's going to be thousands of things that need to be done and it's this whole idea of what are the top three things no matter what that have to be accomplished today and you know what's amazing lisa typically the busier that you think you are the harder that list comes up, comes up with because you look at your list and go, there's 10 things. There's 10 things that are important today, but what really are the top three? Yeah. And so the question is, is what three things could you do this morning or today or this week that would make everything easier or unnecessary? And so almost think about your day. What are those top three things? And what it is simply a focusing exercise. Now there's going to be a whole lot more than just three. Well, and I think it really helps people prioritize because you know you can't focus on everything you can't prioritize everything it's like what are these top three and this whole idea of also like rehearsing the wins so a lot of times they'll share their three wins from yesterday right this is what went well and then they'll look out at today and say these are the 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 top three for today and it's almost a prophesying tool you almost like say today what your wins are going to be tomorrow you're here today and you say these are my three top three things I'm going to get accomplished today. And they, they actually becomes wins tomorrow. Yeah. And you know, what's really interesting is, is we never know what a day is going to bring. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, but if we have these three things, we're like, okay, you know, hurricane could come this afternoon could wipe everything out. But if I can just get these three things done, it's going to be, well, okay. So maybe that was a little <laughs> bit extreme. Okay. But you get the idea. Well, it, and it's almost this idea of, you know, you really set your intention because it's the person with the greatest intention that always wins. And that's really what you're doing. You're kind of setting your intention and telling yourself, Hey, these are the top three. And Lisa, the reality is you can do this on free days. You, yes. And you and you can do this in every area of your life. You can do it physically in your physical health. You can do it in your family life, in your relational health. You can do it in your business health. You can do it in your spiritual life. You can do it in all of these different areas. It's just these are the most important things. Well, and it could look different, different days, right? It's like maybe mm -hmm. if tomorrow's a Friday, it's I want to connect with Lisa and I want to exercise and I want to read a book. These right. are my top three. This, yep. Those are the things that are going to help me rejuvenate and relax. But it is a way of really setting your intention because, you know, we live automatically. 
but we don't grow automatically, mm-hmm. right? We're, and so it's a way to sort of set some parameters and really help you grow and develop. And, and what people told me about sharing it with other people, it kind of creates a sense of transparency, but also sometimes like you'll get somebody else's top three back and you go, man, I need to up my game. Hey, right. you know, my, I'm playing, I'm kind of playing a little small here today. Well, and it, and it doesn't allow for, so we, we all have kind of an ebb and flow, but as long as we're always moving forward, and if you know that someone is going to be texting you with their top three, you know that even if you're not feeling at the top of your game, you're still going to want to have a top three because it's a little bit of positive peer pressure going on. Yeah. So, so who, so develop a top three, get a tribe, get a community, get a group. We, we encourage our roundtable participants to get in groups of two throughout the quarter. And some of them do groups of three. Yeah, but just get in a group that and really kind of creates this accountability mechanism for you. Absolutely. Because the narrower the, your concentration, you know, the greater success can be. Because, you know, there's that there's that saying, jack of all trades, master of none. Well, it's master of none. I mean, yes, you can know how to do a lot of things really well. And there's a lot of really great things going on. Or at least you're not great at everything. You can do it, but you're not great at everything. And you want to find these things that you're great at. Right. I mean, there might not, there might not be any competency there, but at least it's, you're not drowning. But is that really how we want to go through life is no competency and just not drowning? Yeah. And it's almost, it's this idea of the secret to concentration is elimination. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not adding more to your to-do list, but it's actually su- subtracting because it, it's a way to kind of multiply your success by subtracting. And it's almost like find these narrow things, these three things that you can do. And, and many times, like we just another thing we encourage clients is come up with a stop doing list. Right. I mean, imagine every quarter if you got together with your tribe, just like we do in the round table, and you say, Hey, for the next 90 days, these are the one or two or three things that I'm going to stop doing. Yeah, and all of a sudden it creates space. It it creates room for you to expand. Absolutely. And many times, like we're we're sort of busy, but we're not productive, mm-hmm. right? And and so we've got a tool. We'll probably should do a podcast on the product productivity expander. Oh, that would be really right? good. But it's another tool that we use with our clients that eliminates the busy. Right, because activity is not productivity. Right. A lot of times, like we think we're doing all these things and we're just running around the chicken with our head cut off, and we believe we're productive but we're not really producing the results. And productivity is measured by your results, not by your activity. And that really goes back to that, you know, that 80-20 rule, right. you know, is that, you know, it's of all of the things you do, probably only 20% of them are really giving you the greatest impact. Well, it's almost like, what are the 20, what are the 20% of the inputs that create 80% of the outputs, mm-hmm. right? There, there's always there's always those one or two, th- three things. And when you discover those two or three things, like focus on those. Yeah. Now, what you, what you have to understand is, is honestly, distraction is, is natural. It's yeah. normal. You can just expect it. You can expect distractions, which is why we need to be intentional about what we're doing because we're going to have distractions. We're going to be distracted. And also, you know, just with... Um, media and everything. I mean, it's it's made to to zip at you pretty quick and well, to pull your attention away. And Lisa, I think people shouldn't beat themselves up sometimes, right? Yeah. It's like we we get distracted and then we like we beat ourselves up about it and just realize it's a function of of the human brain. Now, the thing that we can control is we can control our environments. Right. Right. It's like Lisa, something amazing happened to me about probably it's been about going on two years, is I just stopped watching the news. Mm-hmm. 
I just stop watching the news and I read the news. I know what's going on, but I don't get that emotional drama that happens by watching the news and kind of whip you up into an emotional frenzy. What's been fascinating as I've been through this exercise is that I see other people and I see how they're in the emotional frenzy. And it's almost like I'm, I'm watching it in slow motion. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's almost like you're watching it on television. Yeah. It's almost like they're so amped up and they're so passionate. I'm almost like, really? It's, it's like one little thing today that's not really going to matter 30 days from now, but you're so fired up about it. I, it's all, it's it's just fascinating to watch. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so I think that becomes like, almost like, how do you create this environment Right. Because if you have an environment that's and we're not against watching television, right, or listening or any or of those, even the news I right. mean, it, to be up on current events is a really good thing. But almost like look at your environment and do you have an environment full of distractions? Hmm. Yeah. Well, and this is really good. So this is a quote from Dave Crenshaw says the people we live with and work with on a daily basis deserve our full attention. When we give people segmented attention and piecemeal time and switching back and forth, the switching cost is higher than than just the time involved. We end up damaging our relationships. And how many times like does that happen? Like when, it, because, it, you know, even like in our relationship, right? It's like, you know, when I'm not paying attention. Oh boy, do I know. And we could even be on the telephone and we'll be talking and I'll, and I'll just know, I'll be like, yeah, you're not paying attention, are you? And then it gets even worse because then I try to fake it and I say, yes, I am. And you say, well, tell me what we're talking about. And I say something just, I'm guessing. I well, just, I'm just guessing. I'd be like, really? Well, tell me a little bit more about that. And, you know, you just, you're just not that good of a guesser. Yeah. And so you think about that word like attention, like that's your most valuable asset, right? Because value is created in the in the present. And so us giving attention to the present and who we're with, and almost like when you think about that, your attention is very valuable. It's one of the most valuable things you have. It's, it's why we say we pay attention right. because it's an asset. And so what are you paying attention to, right? Are you just giving away? Or are you paying that attention towards something? That's that's really really good. Now we've got we've got a few of our um, of our roundtable participants, and they are um, you know they've just really they really get into this. They really get into this top three. Can you share one of the stories from one of our men or women that are, that's in our roundtable? That's just something that they've talked about about their top three. And, yeah, you know, what, and how it, and how it works for them. Well, I, I think one in in particular you know, is that he sends it out to his, to his group every day. And he's told me before, when he gets this back, sometimes he just gets so mad because he's like, well, gosh, I'm not, that was just sort of fluff. And then he has to go back and redo his top three. So he's challenged by what the other people's top three are, but yet he's developed these relationships where he's also calling out other people, right? If somebody sends him a little bit of a fluff top three, they're like, he calls us really really you're going to take the garbage out today that's your that's part of your really you're running this kind of organization it's a work day for you and one of your top three is take the garbage out right you know and so it's also a way to to challenge yourself but then he was also telling me that's fascinating because it's the busier he is the harder it really gets to be to come up with the top three because he looks at his list and it's like well gosh there's seven or eight things i all got to get done but it's almost like what are you going to focus on and almost like, what what is the small little hinge that swings a big door? And your top three are kind of like three little hinges that are swinging doors of opportunity. And so what are these little three things that you can 
swing that kind of swings that door open. Right. And you know, what's really interesting is, is that provides a whole sense of accountability. And so they keep each other accountable and, you know, and they're, they're, they write each other a little bit and like, wait a minute, you know, you're better than this. You're bigger than this. Well, and we want to encourage you, listen, come up with the top three, find a buddy, phone a friend and create this relationship where you share your top three every day. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Um, You know, we've all heard the saying, people don't decide their futures, they decide their habits and their habits decide their futures. And it's kind of like, so who do we want to be? What do we want to become next week, next year, five years from now? And we've, we've said this over and over in the podcast before, and this is another one of those things. It's, this is one of those little habits, those little hinges that swing big doors. It's like, if you decide every day, I'm going to do these three things and you do that every day this week, and you do that every week this month, and you do that every month this year, I mean, that's a lot of top threes. And, and, and when you're really pressured and, and under stress over, over all of these to-do lists, because ultimately a to-do list is a survival list. I mean, isn't that about right? Because that's what my to-do lists are. They're the things I'm stressed over. They're, those, the things on my to-do list are the things that I wake up in the middle of the night or first thing in the morning. And that's what's flying through my head. But they're not necessarily the priorities. They're not. But because I didn't put them on my top three a week ago or a month ago, all of a sudden they became survival. Well, here's what's interesting. It might make you feel better right? Oh, I checked this. I checked this. I checked this. And then you look at your, you can look at your to-do list and go, you know what? That's really not moving the needle forward. Boy, I feel really good about it. It makes me feel like happy, but is it really moving the needle or, Hey, did that, did I really have to get that done? Right. Does that, does that really matter? Cause there are, come on, there are some things that like I even do that's like, well, that didn't really matter, but man, that felt really good to check it off. And, and okay. You know what? We're human. And, and that's okay. You know, do that, do that once or twice or do that a couple times, but don't do that every day. Well, and even think about Lisa, if you do a top three, okay. And say you work 250 days out of the year, right? Take weekends off and you're, hopefully you're taking a lot more time than that, but just say you, you work 250 days a year. If you get 750 main top three things done. That's a lot of really, that's a lot of. Listen, listen, I'm telling you, your organization looks different. Your life looks different. Your, your marriage looks different. Every, your health looks different. Your it's like look everything different. looks different. Yeah. And it is simply, you know, we kind of overestimate, you know, what we can get done in a year and underestimate what we really can get done in a day. Yeah. And it's really coming up with like, hey, these are the three. I can do these three. These are the three main. And then over time, Right. It's this compound interest. You do it over time, over time, over time. And all of a sudden your life has changed. All of a sudden it looks different. All of a sudden your revenue is different. Your, your family is different. Your health is different. All these things are different, but it's like these small little hinges. Yeah. So the, the book, The One Thing, which it's probably a great book, it's a great book um, by Gary Keller. So this is a quote from his book that I really appreciate. And it's I completely agree with it. And I think he just said it super well. It says, when you discipline yourself, you're essentially training yourself to act in a certain way. It's kind yeah. of like muscle memory, right? right. You know, it, it's just something that kind of becomes routine. And so when you see people who look disciplined, you're really seeing people who've just trained themselves, you know, over a handful of habits. They've trained those into their lives over time. It's not maybe that they're that disciplined. They've just trained these habits. It's almost like they're not disciplined. They're just habitual. Right. It's just this muscle. It's just what they do. 
Right. Well, and and I I love what Dan Sullivan said. I I heard him say this one time: is that you know we're we're, we're all disciplined people. We're disciplined until the, for the habits that we have created for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, hey, I'm really great at sleeping in late. That's right. It. I got that habit. Right. Hey, I'm really good at overeating. Right. That's just a habit. Right. I'm very disciplined to that. That's my habit. That's right. Right. And so it's almost like you choose your habits and then they really choose your life. Right. You don't choose your life. Your habits choose your life. Right. Absolutely. And you know, what's, what's really great about the top three and, and it's not just doing the top three, but it's also, you know, getting together with a group with a, with a partner or with three of you and texting them back and forth is that, you know, you can run really fast all by yourself, Uh-oh. Right? but Uh-oh. you can run farther together. Well, and I think that is that's great encouragement because sometimes, especially in, in, in this gig economy, the solar entrepreneur economy, it's like so many people are out there just doing it all on themselves, right? And you sort of hit that lid and you can go really, really fast, but to go really, really far, it's like you got to have a tribe. It's like you got to have people that support you and that are in your corner. It's like, I just think about Lisa, you know, I've got a handful of relationships that I can just call them at any time and they can really speak into my life and I can share these vulnerable things, right? It's like, I I have one person that, uh, you know, I'm trying to get a hold of him and, you know, he's, he was like, man, he says, I'm there for you. And I'm just able to like, just call him and just kind of vent a little bit. And he's just, able to talk you down off the ladder. A little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. And, you know, it's almost like, you know, I was feeling like, you know, that's what I'm just going to fire everybody and just go back and do it myself. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, you know, but having those relationships in my life, you know, to kind of talk me down a little bit and give me some different perspective because my perspective isn't always right. Yeah. And you know, what's, what's amazing is when you pick your, your person or your couple people and you, and you're doing this, you actually begin to grow closer together. You begin to form a bond, you, and you've got people, you, you, you kind of grow your tribe. You've got people that, Hey, if you all of a sudden don't send your top three, they're going to come looking for you. Well, and you know, what's amazing is that you really get to know somebody, right? right? So you're sending me your top three for the next year. It's like, I kind of know you. Yeah. And you know, and, and you know, when they're doing well and you know, when they're not doing well, because like it know, just shows up. It's important to you. I know it's not important to you. And I'm able to kind of speak to that. So it's also a great way to create a level of transparency mm-hmm. and allow people to speak into your life because you don't grow alone. Right. Right. You don't change alone. It, it takes a tribe. It takes a, it takes relationships. You know, and then there's another little, little trick that, um, that you can use Nancy, who's, um, one of our wonderful coaches, you know, she, one of her tricks that she likes to do with this top three is she likes to encourage people, you know, like at the end of the day, or when you're doing your top three, ask, what would I do differently? You know, and then, and look for a pattern, look for a pattern of those things. Okay. This is, this is my top three. I'm looking over my top three from yesterday. Okay. What would I do yesterday? What's the pattern? And then know that if you begin to see a pattern, a negative pattern, just know that that brings awareness and that you can change, but you can't change without awareness. Yeah. And if you don't, cause you can't change if you can't see it. Mm-hmm. And and what I love about that is that it really kind of gives you space to ask yourself the question, what would I do differently? Right. And then you can also like kind of look for those patterns yeah, and be very aware because at the end of the day, just like we're all habitual, we're, we're, we all live according to patterns. Yeah, we do. And so really determining your pattern and it's almost kind of re- determining that rhythm. 
right? So there's a certain amount of days that I can go and I can go hard, but you know, after about seven days, it's like, I need some free days. Yeah. Right. I can't really go past seven days, right? I go into eighth and ninth and I go into that reactive zone. I go in that critical zone. Right. Well, when you go much past seven days, then you physically start to, you, you feel the effects physically, your body starts to, you have a higher inflammatory, inflammatory response and just different things like that. Well, the thing about it is, Lisa, some people can go 17, some people can go 21. Some people can go five. Some people can go three. Some people can go three, right? And And it's it's just knowing yourself. Knowing yourself, knowing your rhythm, and then creating these, these breaks and these different rejuvenation points, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I can't work really pa- much past eight hours. And really I can't work much past like 12 o'clock in the afternoon, right? It's like, I'm super productive six to 12. That's when I crush it. And then it sort of fall, wanes down other people. Yeah. Like for, me, like for me, I pick up, uh, like if I, if I start something at two and work until about eight at night, it's like, those are my peak hours. They say, that's our marriage problem. Right? That's yeah. our marriage problem. We can't get on the same rhythm. It's a good thing you travel. (laughs) Hey, we're all a work in progress. We are. Just like our marriage is a work in progress. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know what? The thing about the top three is is maybe you're saying, hey, I don't have somebody right now that I can pair up with. There's not anybody that is set that they're like, yeah, I want to do this. Well, first of all, send them this podcast and say, hey, let's do this together. Or... Before you have somebody, just do it yourself. Just do your top three yourself and maybe tell tell your your coworker or your spouse or your kid or somebody, say, Hey, I'm I'm just I'm doing this top three and just, you know, ask me. Ask me if I've done it. Just kind of help hold me accountable. Yeah. So if you want to partner, want to find somebody, just simply if you're there on your podcast app, just hit share yeah. and just share it with somebody. Say, hey, let's have a conversation. They're talking about this top three. What do you think if we do it together? And it's a great way to kind of create this accountability in your life because you don't change alone. You don't grow alone. It takes relationships. And the top three is a way to go a little bit transparent and create some accountability for yourself. And you're really going to see your life change. Absolutely. So Lisa, this has been fun. What, what's a couple of quick takeaways? What, what kind of hits your head as we're talking about it? Hmm. You know, I think that it's, it's just the narrower, the concentration, the greater success, because I can, I can, I can splatter, you know, just myself all over the place, but I'm not really making an impact anywhere. But if I can take that time and capture that time and, and just really focus myself, I can make a pretty big impact. Yeah. I, I think for me, Lisa, I'm just, it's very similar. I, I got to go back and do a stop doing list, hmm, yeah. right? I, I just realized that's that, wow, we've got so much activity going on in our organization, what I'm involved in, and even personally, and I just need to look at the whole scope and I got to create some more space. Yeah. And so I'm going to look at, I'm going to look at all my activity and I'm going to come up with a stop doing list. I think then, that's a great idea. And then I'm probably going to share it with the team. Oh, even better. Even better, right? I probably. And then we're going to hold you to the fire. I hold your feet to the fire. I think you will. Yeah. So listen, this has been really fun. And uh, well, listen, we want you to share it with a friend. Thank you for being part of the community. And we want you to do this. Do a, do a, do a top three. Do a top three every day. You know, go for it like four days this week. Just commit to four days this week. You're going to do a top three. Yep. Well said, Lisa. We'll see you next time on the Drama Free Living Podcast.